Is it on now? All right, here we go. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, for our Sunday school that we got here this morning, um, for those of you that may not know me, my name is Lex Knatzer. I've um, been going here for a long time, but I'm the deacon involved for the inner city ministries that we uh, do here at church. Um, just to let you know what, what the inner city ministries are doing or what we're doing, it's about 30 Monday nights a year. We're uh, going from 530 to 930 at night. We have, we've had about 90 people so far from church to, uh, to come and do this for the last two years, and about 10 of those are teachers. We're, we're now teaching also this year. And uh, we're averaging about 20 people from church here each week. And uh, we're dispersing out over on three buses. Um, I got my notes here so I don't fall over, but <laughs> maybe I can knock off the chills here for a moment. But uh, I got involved with uh, Inner City four years ago, and uh, they had offered a CDO class uh, for everyone. And I went, since we were getting our buses here, Thought I'd go down there, and then after I got down in there and got to see what they were doing, I was really impressed uh, with all that they had going on. And uh, actually, um, our first speaker this morning, uh, I, they put me on his bus, so you know we're kind of attached now. So I don't know. <laughs> um, we started a theme here uh, with our inner city program of one on one, and um, that's just where we want every child to have a friend and. Uh, one thing that inner city children need is love. And um, so I guess when we get a hold of them, we want to spoil them as much as we can uh, with, with love because um, that's, that's one thing that they're in short supply of. Uh, we have a display out in the foyer if you get a chance to look at it. Got brochures and things about there and pictures. Um, our first speaker this morning is uh, Vincent Ham- Hampson, Hampton. I'm sorry. Um, his wife is Delphine she's here with us today she's also an active part of inner city Um, she's on one of the three buses that we do Uh, Vince is on one I'm on one and uh, they have one son and uh, Vince does a bus route on Sunday morning so uh, right after he speaks he's going to dash out of here he's not running away (laughs) but he is uh, he's got a bus route and has got to be back down at inner city to to get on that bus so uh, if um You'll come on up, Vince, and it's all yours. Thank you. Thank you, Lex. Lex is a wonderful person. Him and Amy, they have been a blessing to our lives, and I, I just can't say enough, you know, about about him and his wife Amy. Uh, they have really blessed us so much. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, when Lex told me about, about speaking uh, to the church here, I said, sure, Lex, no problem, no problem. You know, he said it would be Sunday school class. I said, oh, hey, I can handle that, Lex. Hey, that's, that's no problem because, you know, it's probably only going to be about, you know, 30 people or so. And I said, hey, no problem, Lex. He said, well, Vince, it's going to be before the church. You know, all the adult classes are going to be meeting, and you'll be speaking in front of them. I said, okay, okay, we can handle that, too. We can handle that, too. Uh, I noticed y'all do prison ministry. Uh, me and my wife, we are also an active part of that. 
out at uh, Deberry Special Needs Facility. That's out uh, at Riverbend. Uh, and uh, we do that every fourth Sunday of each month. We're actually rotating with another guy uh, with that. But we have about, oh, about 20 to 30 uh, inmates uh, that come to the chapel and, and we present a lesson to them. Well, anyway, a little bit more, more about Lex here shortly, but uh, Ephesians chapter 6, <clears throat> excuse my voice. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. When I started with Inner City, I started as a volunteer. back in 1995 and it was over at Royal Hill Church of Christ uh, Birch Anderson, I don't know if anybody knows him but he's one of the elders over there and he said Vince I think it would be a good idea if you uh, uh, you know get this ministry going because he, he had been doing it a couple of years before and I said sure brother I, you know I mind doing this. I think it would be right up my alley. He said, he said well, we're going to get it going. We're going we're gonna to do it. And, um, and, and they thought it was, I guess, a hard work because they, they made me a deacon and they also made another guy a deacon. So there was two deacons. <laughs> this is how hard this work that, that it is that they thought. And so it was, well, they put two deacons over the work, and me and another guy, and our first night, I'll never forget our first night, we picked up about 50-something kids, middle schoolers, 10 and up, 10 to 16. And we got back to the church, and the uh, teachers, the teacher, the staff, they met us there at the church, and they, they looked, at the, looked at us, and they thought that we had seen a ghost, you know, because of that bus ride, it was about, <laughs> probably about, I guess, 15, 20 miles, and, uh, you know, we, we did songs and everything on the bus, but they thought we had seen a ghost. Matter of fact, some of the people that were riding, the helpers that were riding the bus, I think their hair was kind of standing up, <laughs> but it, it was the most enjoyable night I've ever had, but I, I got to hasten on here, there's more to talk about. And what I'm saying, but I got to hasten on. I did that for about seven years, okay? And in between those seven years, a lot of people kind of fell through the cracks, our help, that is. And as a matter of fact, the deacon that was with me, he, he kind of gave it up as well. And, but, you know, my mind was like, you know, what would Jesus do? You know, would Jesus stop, you know, sending the message to these children? I mean, you know, so I decided to keep the work going, keep it flowing. But anyway, the opportunity came when, uh, or was presented to me about full-time work with the ministry a few years ago, uh, December 2002, I accepted the offer to become a full-time minister uh, for the inner-city ministry. And uh, 
and I've been doing it since then. And my area of concentration uh, was the Edge Hill area, uh, 12th Avenue, uh, 14th Avenue, Wedgwood, right across from Belmont University. Uh, I've been doing this work since then. And, you know, I get a lot of phone calls. But one phone call that uh, just, it just stands out to me uh, dearly was, was from a young woman. She was about 34 years old. And she was crying on the other end and, and, and was talking at the same time. And I had a problem trying to understand what she was saying. And I, I finally understood what she was saying. She was telling me that her oldest daughter, who was 18 years old, and she has four children, and all of them have different fathers, but her oldest daughter uh, was impregnated, and, um, and she, the baby was, did not survive. It, the, the baby's heart just stopped, you know, beating. Uh, and, and she was just, she was totally emotional and distraught. And, and, and it made me break down a, a little bit as well. And, and that, that really caught my attention. Uh, I, I do have a pamphlet or a little booklet here I'd like for you to pick up uh, as you leave. I, I don't think I have enough for everybody, so, you know, if one family could pick one up, you know, that would be great. But it kind of tells you or outlines a little bit about what we do. Uh, <clears throat> inner city... It's been very successful in reaching a lot of the children in, in the communities like North Nashville where Stacy and Tiffany Dixon, uh, they, they minister to that area. And then like East Nashville, uh, Sherry Reed and Wayne Green, uh, he's also in East Nashville, Shelby Street. And uh, one of our new evangelists, Bill Miller, covers the J.C. Napier University Court. Uh, Lafayette Street, and then I'm in the Edge Hill area, but we we reach a whole lot of children. You know, as Lex was talking about the bus routes that we do on Monday night, we also do them on Tuesday nights as well, and uh, and and, you know, when I first started in Edge Hill, um, there was probably about two people that I was picking up on Sunday morning. And, and then as we started working into the community, uh, going knocking doors and talking to people, <clears throat> we were gaining some interest, but not much interest. Then, then as time went on, uh, several kids started coming. And I said, you know, that's, that's okay. We'll, we'll take the kids. And I, I was a little concerned about that, you know, just getting kids and, you know, not getting, you know, the parents or most of the homes, you know, just the mothers are, are there. And I was getting a little concerned about that. And a lot of the people were telling me at Inner City, you know, hey, just get the kids here and, and the mothers they, they, or the parents, they will, they will come. And sure enough, you know, about a year or so, it took a while, but... Then that's when the mothers and, and all of them started, they, they, some of the mothers started coming uh, with their children. 
So it, it, this is a process, it's a slow process, but, but it, it, it does work. Um, <clears throat> back to the Monday night, uh, Lexnam, they, they pick up the seven and nine-year-olds and I take them to the learning center, and I pick up uh, the 10 and up, the teenagers, and uh, we go over to West End, and then there's, there's actually five uh, buses that pick up in the Edge Hill area. And, uh, <clears throat> but we just, you know, I want you to know that we really appreciate you allowing your youth uh, to participate in this ministry on Monday night. Uh, you know, because they are blessing. Uh, they, are, they are really affecting a lot of children's lives. You know, these children, uh, you know, like Lex said, you know, there's, there's just very little love, you know, in these families. Um, you know, most of them, most if not all, have different fathers. You know, most of them don't even know who their father is. And, and a lot of them, uh, their fathers are, are in jail, in prison. You know, uh, when I was doing prison ministry over at CCA, uh, I met a lot of fathers. And I met a few mothers, too, uh, over there at CCA as well. Um, <clears throat> and we also, we, we serve by, by um, a, a lot of avenues. And one of them is camp. We go to camp in June, and we go two weeks and and we're, we're we're able to teach these children that we take to camp. Uh, we, we're able to teach them about Jesus, His love for them and their families, and we're, and we're able to, you know, uh, help them to become leaders uh, in their community, uh, at their school, in their home, and abroad, and to teach them that, you know, that. Marriage is very important. Uh, it's a very important thing. That, that's what God, uh, you know, has authorized us to do, uh, to, to date and, and to have a relationship and to love each other and then marry. And then the process of childbearing comes. Not, you know, just go out there and find whoever you want to find and, you know, have sex with them. That's not how it works. You see, Lex and them, they are teaching these children the, the right process, what God, how God wants them uh, to live. And we do two weeks of camp, and we also have a, a summer intern program available for our teenagers. Uh, we uh, we uh, select about 30, 35 teenagers, and uh, and we able to tra- we train them to um, uh, to teach young, uh, children, younger children mostly, uh, between the ages of six and twelve. Uh, we we all, we have a program, a day camp program that we pick up these kids uh, from each one of the communities that I had uh, listed before, and uh, we go into those communities, pick up anywhere from fifty to hundred kids, and take them to the Bible theater. And these interns, these 30 interns, uh, are able to uh, uh, make presentations and uh, also to 
uh, have classes to teach them. And we also have a Conqueror's Team Ministry, um, and that involves, oh, anywhere from 75 to 100-something teenagers. Uh, the purpose of this is to get the kids off the streets uh, because of the, the, the gang mentality that's out there. You know, not only the boys are getting involved in gangs, but uh, there are girls getting involved in gangs as well. So we're trying to uh, get them out, off the streets. And, and all this goes along, along with, you know, my mission, which is developing lifelong spiritual relationships uh, with these families in the inner city community because uh, they do not have uh, anyone to lean on uh, so that's why we're there to provide uh, that spiritual contact. And we develop these relationships through visits and, and uh, prayer, uh, phone calls, a uh, Bible study, and, 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 and other things. And we strive to bring these people out of the world of hopelessness. The hopelessness of trying to survive another day. We have a lot of them that, that have financial uh, difficulties. A lot of them that are on welfare um, and having a hard time making ends meet. And I mean, you know, I got one lady in particular, she uh, she has about eight kids, and, and she had a daughter. She was only 13 years old. Her daughter had a kid, and you know, they're all just compacted in a house. And she lost her home or her apartment and had to move out, and she became homeless and. And she moved back into the community, but she's really not supposed to be there because of an incident that, that happened uh, about a year ago. But she moved in with another lady that has about, uh, about five kids. So, and, and it's only a three-bedroom home. And, uh, you know, this, this is the struggle of, of inner city. Uh, bad relations. I mean, you know, we got... Uh, uh, women or messing with just all kinds and types of men. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just a mess sometimes. The hopelessness of an environment of drugs, uh, a lot of times when I go into the community, there's guys that are just hanging out, you know, with black coats on and black pants, and, you know, it's almost an eerie feeling at times, but, you know, they're just there, you know, dealing with Probably just not something not good. Uh, so we got a lot, a lot of drug dealers, and that's the way they make money. Uh, we got hopelessness of prostitution. You know, when I first got to Inner City, I remember Lytle talking about, you know, in this church, this is a church for sinners, and he was saying he went on to say that there's uh, there's murderers here, there's there's prostitutes here, there's drug dealers here. You know, and I was like, uh, Delphine, uh, is this where we want to be? And uh, I, I was getting a little concerned there. But, uh, I, you know, as time goes on, I know what he's talking about. The, the hopelessness of violence, uh, violence, gangs, they're just guys, you know, this is my territory, and you're not supposed to be here. Um, you know, guys living in, house, uh, living in these apartments don't even supposed to be there. It's just, it's just uh, a total whack, and, and i got to hasten on here. But what we want to do is we want to take Christ 
the love of Jesus to the streets of the inner city of not only Nashville, but other cities. And my mission is to take the hope of Jesus into these communities by building relationships and instilling trust and teaching them how to, the, how to let the healing love of Jesus rule their lives. Jesus offers a life of peace, a life of joy, but this is only empty words for those souls whose lives are ruled by the code of the streets. Thank you so much for your attention. Thank you so much for your interest in supporting this great ministry. And uh, we look forward to working with you and letting you know that, hey, God is working even in the streets of Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you.